Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. It's the Raiders postgame edition, starting now. Welcome, everybody, to the Vegas Nation postgame edition, the final in-season postgame podcast with Sam Gordon, Heidi Fang here for the Las Vegas Review Journal. And the Raiders season is wrapped up 31-13, the final here at Allegiant Stadium between the Raiders and the Chiefs. Don't forget, everyone, where you're listening to hit subscribe. And also, we're brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. Also, we're presented to you on Blue Wire Podcast with Liquid Death. Sam, uh, this Raiders season... It did not go out with a bang, but a whimper. What did you make, first of all, just of um, their performance here against the Chiefs under Darren Stidham's watch? Yeah, Heidi, um, not a competitive game really at any point. I mean, the very first Chiefs possession, the what was it, the second or third play from scrimmage, 65-yard pass, and they score a few plays later. Um, it, it just – it, it was befitting. I, I tweeted a couple hours after the game. It was a befitting way to go out after a season that started with so much promise and then, as, as we saw throughout the course of the year, just wasn't going the Raiders' way with all the close losses, all the blown double-figure leads. Um, it, it just kind of summarized in a very flagrant way what the Raiders weren't able to do this year. Um, that being said, I thought Jared Stidham, look, it wasn't – he didn't play like he did against the Niners. He's not the reason they lost today. He didn't play well. Let's not sit here and say that he did. Um, statistically, I believe uh, 22 for 36, 219 yards, a touchdown, a pick. He, he lost a fumble to rush for 50 yards on, on seven carries. So he, you still saw some of those elements, especially with his mobility back there. But the offensive line, Heidi, got buried by the Chiefs defensive line. Mm-hmm. Stidham didn't have much of a chance. There, there were a couple drives that the Raiders had that lasted eight minutes that resulted in a total of three points. Like, that just doesn't work. You just can't do that. So it was a, um, you know, 31-13. It could have been a you, – if you would have told me 100, 100 and nothing, you know, you, you, you wouldn't have known the difference. It was lifeless among the Raider fans in the stadium. Once again, a lot of Chiefs fans. And um, just a, you know, another uh, – they, they hadn't had too many of these, right, where they just didn't perform at all in, in any way. But this was one of those games, and uh, and now you go into an off season after a six and eleven um, year with a, a lot of things to address, and I think those were kind of all on display against a juggernaut like the Chiefs, who are fourteen and three and, and the one seed. So, oh right, we can't give uh, you know without talking about this one, we can't not give credit to Steve Spagnuolo's yeah. coaching staff, Andy Reid always, oh, yeah. um, and that crazy play that went down <laughs> yeah. with Jerick McKinnon. Yeah, ran around the rosy, direct snap, Jerick McKinnon, fakes the hands off, Kadarius Tony, pitches it back to Patrick Mahomes, then throws to Tony for a nine-yard touchdown, which doesn't count because the penalty brought it back. But, I mean, when you see things like that and just uh, – <laughs> no, first of all, it's hard to defend against Patrick Mahomes. Second uh, uh, of all, yeah. it's, like, it's really hard to read on, on a play like that where the, to defend and what to do. Uh, Chiefs went right back, I think, to Tony and, and scored play. a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> just as you look at this team – we all know that this is the top of the yeah. top of the division. How do the Raiders begin to look at this game and say, we have failed against the top oh. of the division, and now we need to go to the books and figure out what to do in the offseason? Well, great question. I think first off, let's address that play. Um, <laughs> never seen anything like that before. Right. A lot of discourse, chatter on you know among football fans on Twitter and whatnot. Um, Twitter, I you know, try and pay attention to what kind of the dialogue is throughout the course of the game. Um, 
thought that was disrespectful. And maybe it was, but guess what? When you're the Chiefs, like, they did that because they can. Mm. Twitter sure thought it was what disrespectful. You, they certainly did. What yeah. are the, and what are the Raiders? I mean, the Raiders didn't bite back. They didn't show any fight. There was no, there was no resolve. There was no resilience. Uh, sure, they put together a drive, and I'm not – you know, show. I'm not suggesting or that the team quit per se, but in terms of putting together any kind of effort or, or showing any kind of emo- or, or being showing any kind of real fight that translates on the scoreboard in any meaningful way, that didn't happen. Um, so that play kind of summarized where the Chiefs are at. They can do things like that, and there's no consequences for them. And the Raiders are, are are left to kind of pick up the pieces. Even after the penalty, they still can't record a stop. So the Chiefs are just better everywhere, Heidi. They have the best quarterback in the NFL, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Already, yes, I've said that already. After five years, what do your eyes tell you that he's one of the best of all time? That's that's what Patrick Mahomes is in real time. We are watching a master at work. You have an all-time great coach in Andy Reid. You have a front office that has done an excellent job in supporting Patrick Mahomes and developing players and you know training Tyree Kill and still not missing a beat offensively. Right. Still, I, I thought they would. Yeah. I can't lie. I sure. thought at the beginning of the season without Tyree Kill, this was going to be a str- not struggling offense, but just not the same. The, you know, lighting yeah. everybody up offense. Yeah. <laughs> and, maybe, look, and maybe it looked a little different. You don't quite have his, his mm-hmm. explosiveness, but they mm-hmm. found – I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw for more than 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. Kel- Travis Kelsey is still a walking mismatch for everybody uh, in the NFL. So um, it's, it's, it's going to be really hard without an elite quarterback, right? And, and I think, of course, the big decision, the big kind of talking point the last few weeks for the Raiders is moving off of Derek Carr. Um, Derek Carr is a solid quarterback. He's good. I think you can win games with him um, with the right support around him. The Raiders clearly didn't have that. And to beat the Chiefs, you're going to have to have an excellent all-around football team with a Mm -hmm. very good quarterback, or you're going to need an elite quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, like a Justin Herbert, like a Joe Burrow. Those guys don't grow on trees. And you're going to need quality support around him, maybe not the same level. Those are kind of the two ways to win in the NFL. So, uh Obviously, you want to strive to be as good everywhere you can. But, look, the Raiders have issues up front. Off, on the offensive line, that unit has been, I thought, was solid. Played better in the second half of the season, but not quite where you needed to be. And, and you know, as our colleague Vinny Bonson, your reporter, the Raiders have interest in Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, not the most mobile guys in the world. If you, no. bring, one, if you bring one of those guys in, you're going to clearly have to right. upgrade that offensive line. Uh, defensively, uh, that that whole unit needs a, a retooling. There's, you know, depth is I think is an issue on all three levels. Absolutely. And you know, high end talent in the in the linebacking core and in the secondary as well, right? I think Max Crosby um, is a great play, player to you know do a foundational player to build around at 25 years old as he enters his prime. He had another stellar season, but not enough kind of blue chip playmakers on that defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball. So they need they need a, a retooling there. Um, as well, and, and and the pressure. I mean, the pressure's on. You know, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, right? Like, let's not. They inherited a a team that made the playoffs. We can you know argue all day about whether or not that how, you know how talented that group was. Bottom line was they were talented enough to make the postseason last year, and returned a lot of those same players, and even added talent or players that we thought were going to be impactful. So now they got to kind of assess this whole thing, see what it looks like, and now we see what they do and how they're going to address things in the next couple months as the off season begins. So. The gap was on full display um, at Allegiant Stadium today. It was on full display. You have one team that might win another Super Bowl, uh, that is vi- certainly vying for another Super Bowl, and you have another. You know, and the Raiders who are at six and eleven seem 
pretty much on the opposite end of that spectrum. So a lot of work for the Raiders to do, and we'll see how the, we'll see how they approach it. And here's the line on Jared Stidham, who these last two games have been kind of an audition for him, if sure. you will. I, I think the 49ers game went well, but now you have some tape on him. Yeah. And he goes for 36 attempts, 219 yards, one fumble, one interception, sacked six times he was struggling to get up after a few of those so uh limping out of the season is one way to put it um i don't know what his opportunities will look like or if you know they maintain him as a backup here on this team going forward but i think the offseason will begin to tell us meanwhile patrick mahomes surpassing drew Brees' record of passing yards in a season drew Brees had 5562 mahomes now has 5608 total yards a record-setting day here for Mahomes but as we head to a quick break let's hear from Jared Stidham now on what this loss was like for him and what the season what the ending note was on the season for the Raiders I'll, I'll watch the film and see you know exactly exactly what it was but I mean honestly I just think we kind of shot ourselves in the foot you know my interception my fumble um, you know I think is more self in, self-inflicted I mean I thought we Moved the ball, um, you know, pretty well throughout the majority of the game. It's just those couple times we kind of shot ourselves in the foot, what, you know, whatever it was. So, um, you know, I think that's kind of what it what it comes down to. Jared, I know that the, you, there's a lot of decisions that you don't have any say in, but based on what Josh has seen from you both in New England and here in practice in two games, do you feel like you've shown him enough that you can be in competitive position for be the starter next year? I mean, I, I don't, I haven't really thought about it too much, to be quite honest. Um, do I feel like I'm a um, that type caliber player in this league? Absolutely. Um, you know, I just tried to, you know, be ready for my opportunity. You know, these last two weeks and, and try to take a full advantage of it. And um, and that's all I can do. That's all I can control. So, uh, like I, like I said, I haven't really thought much about it, but. Um, you know, we'll just we'll see we'll see going forward. How do you approach your off season? Are you somebody who wants to decompress for a couple of weeks and then kind of get back into it, or do you want to jump right back and and get ready uh, right away? Yeah, no. I mean, this is my fourth year, um, so I I kind of know what works for me. Um, you know, I'll, I'll decompress over the next couple of weeks and then and then get going and. Um, you know, spend a lot of time with my family, obviously, and, um, and and do the things that I feel like I need to do to to get better and and to and to be ready. You know, once you know off season comes around and that sort of thing. So, like I said, with with me being you know at going into my fifth year now, I mean, I I kind of know what works for my body, what works for you know my mentals and stuff. So, um, you know, I'll just do what I what I feel like is best for me. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable. 
and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation post-game edition. It's Heidi Fang here, and I'm joined with our Review Journal sports columnist, Sam Gordon. Uh, we are talking here about the Raiders' end of the season uh, mm-hmm. loss to the Chiefs. One of the things that is interesting about this is that it was the first game back from DeMar Hamlin's um, cardiac arrest suffered on the field, subsequent hospitalization. Yeah, uh, first has, game around the NFL. And its uh, tone, I think, was the way that they set the mood, the, the tone beginning with the uh, dedication on the 30 yard line showing the three for DeMar and the broadcast. Every coach came out in the opening warmups wearing a shirt that said mm-hmm. love for DeMar at the three. Um, what did you think uh, about the way that they presented this uh, game yeah. being the one that came back from the last one that we saw on Monday night? Yeah, super tasteful, Heidi, very tactful. Um, great tributes, I think everybody and just kind of listening to, to what players said throughout the week. Um, this is just uh, a, a singular situation in, in the NFL and, you know, only a handful of situations like this in sports in general. So uh, you really think I, I think you saw the best of the NFL on display this week from, mm-hmm. from all levels, just seeing the way that the league came together and seeing how the Raiders and, and, and the crews here at Allegiant Stadium uh, were able to honor DeMar Hamlin. Of course, we, we continue to get good news on that front. I think there were some yeah. pictures today circulating, screenshots yeah. that he was FaceTiming teammates. He tweeted, he posted on Instagram. So what a turnaround. What a kind of a miraculous turnaround in just four four or five short days. Obviously, kind of new perspective I think we all have, right, Um, in terms of football. I think there was kind of always an understanding, um, not necessarily new perspective, Heidi, but the reframing, I I would say. I think there was always an understanding, at least, you know, from us here that this is a you know, this is brutal. Football is a brutal sport. You can die. You can sustain life-altering injuries. And – you saw it on 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 display in the most real way possible on Monday. So, uh, super impressed with with how everybody just kind of rallied together and came together. And I thought it was a very touching tribute. And, and even after the game, um, you know, players talked about what it meant to compete today. And yep. look, somebody had to be the you know there was going to be two teams that were going to be the first ones to play. Um, the Raiders and, and Chiefs, you know, bared that distinction and, and did so. I thought with class and honor for sure. And Demar's still in critical condition though, up in FaceTiming, so um, in the uh, hospital. And and because of that. Uh, game and the way things went down with the Buffalo and Cincinnati game cha- canceled. The Chiefs, though they clinched the number one seed here today, could still end up playing on a neutral field if they wind up playing the Bills or the Bengals in the AFC Championship. So I find that to be an interesting note. Um, as we talked about how difficult this game can be for some people, Josh Jacobs going through his own situation, yeah, yeah. I was really surprised that he came out to play today with his father, as I understand it, suffered some sort of a heart uh, a problem, emergency, was it an actual heart emergency, attack? Emergency heart I surgery. I wasn't sure exactly yeah, what that, happened. Un- but. A little unclear, but mm-hmm. um, emotional week for him, right? Mm-hmm. We, we heard from him in the locker room after, and none of the none of the talking points were about football. You know, it was about what – this is – I mean, these are people. These are real-life people that, 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 that play football and play this game, and he had an emotionally trying week and, and shared with, with us uh, in the media that this was the hardest game he's ever had to play. But he was here. Um he had a sensational season. First, will will be a first team All Pro. Yeah. Um, 
deservingly so. Leaves the NFL as it currently stands right now. Heidi, at what time are we taping? The 6:34 Saturday. <laughs> Leaves the NFL in rushing, right? Yep. On tra- very good chance he's going to win a rushing title. Had a 200-yard yeah. lead over um, Nick Chubb. Yeah, 150-something yard lead. It's 205. I counted. Yep. There you go. 205-yard <laughs> lead over Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry playing today, but he's he's quite a ways back as well, and hadn't exactly got off to a great start. So there are still a couple guys that can catch him, but it seems unlikely. But he had a you know first-team All-Pro caliber season, over 2,000 yards from scrimmage, and really. Um, one of the most respected players in the locker room, mm-hmm. um, in, in the Raiders locker room. That has been clear. We've 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 no, we've that's been clear throughout the course of the season. Sure. He's of course named a captain, and showing up is is and, and being here is is after a totally devastating week. It's it's things like that that really um, set him apart. Not just the sixteen hundred yards, not just the breaking tackles and whatnot. It, it's the way that his teammates see him compete and be available for them. He played in all seventeen games, so. Um, emotional week just all around, right? And for 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 for, for football, for for Josh Jacobs, for people to you know in the NFL and connected to the NFL, and uh, super trying for him. But he was here um, at the urging of his father, who said, "Go play." He wasn't going to play. He didn't want to play. And 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 he put the finishing touches, even though it wasn't one of his best games. He put yeah. the finishing touches on one of the best seasons a running back has ever had um, in Raider history. And Devontae Adams did the same thing. Over 1,500 yards. I think the, the Raiders become the fifth team. Uh, this is the fifth season, and the fifth season the team has played, in which they have a 1,500-yard rusher and receiver. Oh. That's incredible, and it, 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 it goes. And it, at the same time, Heidi, it also speaks to what could have been, right? Because yes, there are clear upgrades. This, this team isn't a Super Bowl contender. We didn't think it was going to be. At least I didn't think it was going to be coming into the season. But I thought they'd compete for the playoffs. I, I still, thought they'd be a playoff contender. I, I, th- yeah. I thought they would mm-hmm. compete for the playoffs. They they fell short, um, despite having brilliant play from those two, and then an All Pro caliber season from Max Crosby, but. You know that's that it. You know where this team stands now, right? Under this particular regime, you know where they're at. Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, know what they need to do, and, and we're going to see what their vision of this team looks like in in the next few months. And it's going to be look quite a bit different um, than it did this year because we're we're going to have a new quarterback here in Las Vegas. That's that's going to happen. What's the hot take from you, Sam, going into 2023? Uh, what will be the big thing that surprises Raider fans oh next geez. year? Heidi, I wish I, I wish that's a great question. I'm not sure, but I, for for what it's worth at this point, I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk down the road and as the situation evolves, but if Tom Brady, you know, wants to come here, he 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 out of all the quarterbacks available or that we know are available. We'll see what happens with the Lamar Jackson situation. Right? Um not you know, I don't know. We don't know anything how it pertains there. But of the ones that we know are going to be available, the, the rookie quarterbacks, and then the veterans are going to be available. He, without question, gives them the best chance to win right now. Now, is this the best? You think Tom Brady does? Yes, out mm-hmm. of out of the available quarterbacks. That is that is my hot take. He gives them the best chance to win. Now, do they give him the best chance to win? I'm not sure. Current status? I don't know. We're going to have to see what other teams canvas right. the market for quarterbacks. I do think there are teams um, better suited for a veteran quarterback with with his skills um, than the Raiders are as presently constructed. So if they go that route, how will they support him or another veteran quarterback in there? But that's that's what it's going to be all about. Ideas like at least early on is I think that's where a lot of the attention is, is going to be and where a lot of the fans' questions are going to be coming is who's going to play quarterback and and. Yeah, my hot take is he's out of all the options, even with what we saw from him in Tampa Bay, uh, if they make the necessary upgrades, he still gives them the best He gives them the best chance to win. You, my friend, are an optimist. <laughs> I take the pessimistic approach on Tom Brady every time someone says the name. A couple reasons is I won't keep wondering where, where he comes off of that 
cliff if, if it does happen if at some point because of age if it just goes you know when does it when does the dive happen because it's it's bound to happen at some point it's good no no doubt it will yeah. happen at some point whether it's this is his age 45 season mm-hmm. they want look not his best season but he's still right around 5,000 yards they crazy, won the division yeah. crazy and, o-line yep and, yeah. and they've had issues down there in tampa all year and, mm-hmm. and he found a way to figure those out so when you if if, if again we'll see what happens we'll see this plays out but if if he wants to come here and if if it's a fit. I believe he gives the Raiders in 2023 the best chance to, to compete at a high level. And I think that's the best place to end this podcast, no, Sam. Thank you for your time during the season, contributing as always, and keep up with everybody's work that is in print as well as online at VegasNation.com. Give everyone a follow on our crew at Adam Hill, LVRJ, at Ed Greeny, at Vinny Bonsignor, at By Sam Gordon, at underscore Cassie Soto, and I'm at Heidi Fang. Yes, I have memorized that. And also, I can't forget T. Dewey 33 because he's got all the betting info that you need throughout the season everybody thank you so much for listening throughout these uh, games 18 weeks in the books for the Raiders third place currently in the AFC West and we will be back next season with more but in the meantime keep up with all three of our podcasts on VegasNation.com and by hitting subscribe thank you everybody so much for listening Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.